three league wins in a row, followed by uh, two league defeats, and then a mediocre, is that harsh, win in the cup last night. Uh, anyway, this is a Wise Man Say episode four. My name is Robin. And I'm Ben, and there's a horse on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Uh, this is Wise Men Say, episode four. Uh, we're not quite as uh, full of the joys of spring this time around. Uh, no, it's not been a good few games. It's not been a good few games. That said, uh, we have got a lot to talk about. We've obviously got the games against Plymouth and Dagenham and Redbridge in the league. We've got the victory hey, uh, against uh, Helen Chamberlain's Torquay. In your uh, face, Chamberlain. In your face, Chamberlain. Bring it. Um, <laughs> last bring night, what? I don't know. <laughs> you keep asking people to bring stuff. Bring a picnic. <laughs> Does yeah, that okay. work? Yeah. Cherry Bakewells, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> the other thing we've got, we've got fantastic, well, I say fantastic, bigging it up a bit there, but we're going to review um, Mark Walters. We're going to remember Mark Walters um, as the fine, fine player he was. We're going to review our predictions from last time, which were a little bit gung-ho, if I may say. Nah, from the heart. From the good. heart, gung-ho, fine line. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, we're, that's about it, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. As always, email us. Yeah. wise men say at live.co.uk and that email address once again is wise men say at live.co.uk uh, we will answer any email that we uh, that we receive primarily because we don't get that many yeah. but secondarily Lonely because lives. because we 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 like you <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> happy listening happy listening Okay, uh, just a sort of kind of quick fire review of the uh, of the Plymouth game on Tuesday, the twenty eighth at the, uh, the at the county ground. A real kick in the teeth. Horrible. Yeah. I, I didn't go, so I'm going to allow. Uh, say, allow you. You're going to inform me about what. Yeah, happened. I'll inform. What, what did I miss? I'll inform you about the, the game, heartbreak though. and despair. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I'm sure you've seen the timings of the goal. It could have finished. Yeah. It could have finished three two to Plymouth a multitude of ways. Could have, to be fair, could have finished four nil to Plymouth. Not over the context of the game, but you know, after the first two were conceded, we could have conceded another two before we even got our our, our asses into gear for one of a better expression. Ultimately, it finished three two to Plymouth, and but it was the nature of that third that that was really hurtful. That's what riles, yeah. Oh, mate, it was horrible. And not a problem with the nature of the performance from Swindon. Mm, I mean, to be fair, if you're going to concede two in the first eight minutes, yep. then all you, we did as well as we could have done with that kind of position. Yeah. Up until the point where they got a man off, and ironically, that meant we pushed up a little bit forward, and then they they got that last minute winner. Oh, it was horrible, mate. They're crossing. <laughs> the car crash TV? <laughs> it was a bit. Yeah, no one really knew how to react. It was horrible. It was that, that, that moment, you know, you know the moment, the moment when the away fans go into absolute elation, yeah. and the home fans just, you know... And you want to strike a curse upon all of their families. It was nasty. Although we did go to the Merlin afterwards and sink a few, so that was fun. Anyway, let me review the game. review let me review <laughs> the a game. great time. yeah. yeah. Let me uh, review the game for you. Okay, so, shell shock, massive shell shock after the first two were conceded, obviously, a terribly uh, sloppily conceded goal. A mm -hmm. uh, mistake by Lucas, and you could argue a bit of a mistake by McGovern as well on the left, allowing the cross. However, it was a good cross for the second goal. It was tucked away. They were queuing up. Yep. Absolutely. they were re At that point, they had us. We were on the ropes. They, were, they had about, what, five, six players in the box waiting yeah, for that cross? Yeah, I saw the highlights of that. Yeah. Like you said, it was the centre-half scored second, wasn't it? It was the centre-half scored the second, that's right. So what, yeah. does it come from a corner? Uh, like a corner that's broken down? No, I don't think so. No, it was, from, it was from open play. So what's um, he doing up there? 
I'm going up front. See you. Yeah, there. I know. Yeah, it's a fair shout. Um, it's got to be from set piece, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, maybe there. it was. I don't know. I, I, like you said, they're queuing up, man. They, they were queuing up. Yeah, yeah they would. They definitely knew they had us on the ropes, and uh, the chance, ch- chance of easy, easy work was uh, was coming from the uh, the away supporters, who incidentally were were very loud and and very good all game. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say a bit too loud. A bit too loud. Yeah, they're they're a funny bunch down there. Anyway, uh, that's uh, obviously hugely speculative and not. Uh, in any way true um, <laughs> so we we went 2-0 two two down and we were in shell shot it took us a while to get, get going which is fair yep. enough if you go 2-0 down the first eight after we did get going I personally thought we did as well as we could up until Pr- Prutton sending off I thought yep. we did as well as we could I'm not going to blame Pratton though, because no, I, no, I think you know, the, looking at the replays, that first challenge for his second yellow was horrific. You know, so the booking he got prior to sending off booking, mate, was, I was don't remember it. I really it don't remember really it. Really significant, but I, having looked at that tackle, like you said, the the one where he's gone in, the first part of that of that, no, that's, it's not acceptable. No, you can't do it. and you do, I'm not saying straight red. Well, Definitely the guy next to me red. said, oh, he's off. And I said, oh, well, that's not quite a straight red, is it? And he, and he just said, no, 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 he's been booked before. I was yeah. like, oh, I didn't realise. Definitely that. a second yellow. Definitely. Okay, so... Um, well, it, hang on, just on that point. Is, is his disciplinary record something to, to see a bit concerned about at this stage? Were we um, uh, six or seven games in and he's... Yeah, he's been booked, I think, six or seven times. He's been sent off twice, so make of that what you will. Probably the most noticeable feature of his play so far. Did you expect that to be a Not really, no. no. I don't know what I expected, to be honest. I expected just someone to... I suppose I wanted the moon on a stick. I thought <laughs> I mean, we'd have this like all, all singing, all dancing centre midfielder who could defend, attack, slot in. Write novels. Write novels, yeah. Make, you know, but, make, make babies laugh. Yeah. <laughs> just, just an all-round great guy. <laughs> make babies laugh. <laughs> I don't know. So what else happened? Um, Big V. Uh, Big V looked ineffective. He looked reluctant to chase down long balls. Um, he looked like he wasn't That's able. It's understandable, though, man. It is. I mean... I well, is it? A long ball. Yeah. Did he give anyone a look to kind of look around and say, I ain't getting that? No, not really. He, That's what I think. I like him. I still I like him. I, yeah, I do. But like he was—he looked ineffective. Their, their centre-backs were beasts, both of them, and they, yeah. they completely dealt with him. They owned him. He <laughs> said <laughs> that really ominous. <laughs> um, Ka- Cadis Are we talking was... prison own? Or just, just... <laughs> let's, let's not go there. Okay. Um, Cadis gave us some natural width. Um, Cadis was excellent. Our best player. Him... Really? That's a comparison massively to... Saturday. Well, I thought he was playing narrow on Saturday, though. I like I like him out wide. I think he op- and to be fair, like he- expansive play. Yeah, he was really good. He 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 was quite up for it as well. You know, yeah. him, Pratt and Desavi. I got to say, those were the three that were really that carried the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, Pratt had a better game than than usual. Yeah, he uh, to be honest, in the first half, he was probably probably our best player. Anyway. Um, Aggression from Cadiz to Savian Pratt, and we needed a bit more of that. Yeah. Um, O'Brien, when he came on, he came on at two one. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked Here lost come the again. Big guns. He honestly, he looked totally lost. Like now, to, for someone who can run so fast, he doesn't have to stand still a lot. Yeah. You know, it, um, I, I think that people uh, sometimes sort of think that we're being a bit harsh on O'Brien. Yeah. But I remember last week when we watched a game with Huddersfield, when there was that one, like we said, when he came on, and he actually did look lost. You could see the look no, on his he, face. It was the same again. It was completely the same again. Compare that with somebody like Craig Noon, who yep. who turned in a fantastic performance, and, and you kind of realise just, just how lost he looked. In my opinion, it was two good goals from the town. Pruttons, I, I know you saw it on the highlights, you said our keeper should have done better, and keeper hey, should have well, done better, but, you know, lotteries and raffles, Ben, you know? And he, <laughs> He stuck it right it in the like some horrible he, he, East took, <laughs> he took it early. Yeah. It was right I in the know, corner. Spe- was it speculative? Yes, it was. Particularly because it was coming from him and he hasn't yeah. done anything that. I'm not, you know, fair play for taking it. 
fair play even more for the assist from Big Kev, but it's one of those, if I was a keeper at the other end, you'd expect to do a bit better. Yeah. Because he's of, kind of tried to push it yeah, rather it than just block it. You but, know? you know, I think it's that he took it early, yeah. and it was accurate. It was right in the corner, and that's always going to cause keepers problems. Any, a, a goal's a goal. The record goal's books will always show that Preton scored and I scored none. Yeah, you you scored none. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you are. There we are. Um, right. Horrible way for it all to pan out. I mean, ultimately, you can't go too down in the first ten and expect to get anything out of the game. We nearly did. So yeah. that should be seen as a positive. But after that last-minute winner, obviously, no one felt very positive. Um, I think the best way to look at it is to almost separate the game down into two separate events. You've got the game, yep. and then you've got the kick in the teeth bit at the end. <laughs> you know? and, uh, the bit that I'm, I'm always going to remember, unfortunately. Yeah, the, the, bit, the legacy, absolutely. Uh, number 10 uh, bit, remains a key position with a narrower midfield, and in my honest opinion, and I love the guy, he's come on leaps and bounds yep. under Wilson, but John Paul McGovern's probably not up to the number 10 position. My favourite thing is probably this girl at work who yep. said that her dad uh, went and saw the game for the first time, went and saw town for the first time this season, mm. watched the whole game with the roller coaster of emotions that it was and the absolute kick in the teeth at the end. And his reaction, he turned to her and said, Right, tickets for Dagenham and Redbridge away then this Saturday. <laughs> like, what a great reaction. That's right? a good reaction. <laughs> it's like he's owed something. Yeah, it feels like he's owed something. And I feel a bit like that as well. So we're, we've got to hit the motorway um, pretty much now. Well, yeah, um, a few minutes. Obviously, we're heading off to Dagenham today, like we said. But, um, what questions do you have for me, Ben? You know, having not seen the game, is there anything you want answered? But they're more sort of my usual stupid questions. Okay. One, you never really hear Ian Wright big up a Bradley Wright Phillips as much. Why that is true. <laughs> Why is that? I don't Seeing know. As he Isn't Sean Wright Phillips massively into adult movies? He does have a share in an adult movie company. Yeah. And I also know somebody that went out on a date with Sean Wright Phillips. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, but that's a different story. He's very small. Not in a... Gerald Eiffel. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Eiffel, yeah. You know, um, but I'm going to say, based on Ian Wright's <laughs> insistence that Sean should be in every England squad, in fact, should be the England captain. Yeah. Ian Wright's such an idiot. Um, yeah. Uh, my favourite thing about Ian Wright ever is when England lost 1 0 to Northern Ireland. Oh, what, and he wouldn't speak. And he wouldn't speak. Oh, he's just such an idiot. <laughs> in the studio. They're like, Ian, do you have anything to say on the game? And he was just looking at his toes, shaking his head. Like, I no. really dislike Ian Wright. <laughs> I love that. Really? Oh, just such a bummer idiot. Just, but, don't speak to me. But, but, but Ian, we're in the studio. We've got, we've got no. to speak to you. It's going to be a paper. No, 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 not no, today. We're not having it. Cabbages, cabbages. <laughs> uh, watching the highlights for the first goal, there's a bit which is really funny, just where the camera sort of pans and it stays on it, is focusing on the open goal or the ball in the net. And um, Big Kev <laughs> just stood there on the six yard box. He looks really hurt. I know. He? He's not done anything wrong, <laughs> no. but he's just hands on hips, kind of. What are you doing to me, guys? <laughs> yeah. You're killing me. I'm going to have to try and turn this all around by myself now. Um, well, without wanting to kind of go too far into the uh, the upcoming away game today that we're going to, yep. I mean, what do you think, man? Well, I can't even remember what my initial prediction was. But you I mean, said, I said it would be 2-0 because I went first. And yeah. you, and, uh, oh, what did I say? 3-1. You said 3-1. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I'm that. Not gonna, I'm not going to change uh, that I think massively. I think we're going to nick it, to I be think. honest. But... Um, it's the first weird. twenty is going to be horrible because do you know why? Because of the fact that they're going to they're going to have done a bit of research and they're no, going to th- no, I don't think so. I think no, it will. I think we'll have to ride it out. I, I think, think they're going to come out swinging. Way. I think we're going to say right, come on, let's consolidate. We know what went wrong in, in the last match. What with the, with the narrow midfield that we're playing at the moment? I can't see that happening. But it's a good team. I think it's they're going to come out swinging at us, and we're going to have to ride the storm. And then I think we can win it. Let's, let's not come to blows over it. But no. <laughs> if I'm right, I'm going to go off. I'm going to punch you in the face. Now I think that. I'm not, I don't think it's going to be a walkover, but I still think we're going to be strong enough to to put in quite a dominating performance. Well, I hope so. 
Um, and yeah. this isn't a kind of, uh, I know people, like the advert have been coming out and saying, oh, we're going to walk it, it's going to be easy, dang it, we're not even a real team. <laughs> but uh, it's not going to be conference a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. They've, they are on the up, Three relatively, seasons, for, yeah. uh, for how they've been performing this season. Anyway, uh, anyway we're going to hit so the four now, so... Uh, can we go to the shops? I want to buy a drink beforehand. Yeah, not a problem. Nice right. milk. See you in a bit. <laughs> See you in a bit. <laughs> A superb result for the strugglers and John Still, but not such good news for visitors Swindon and boss Danny Wilson as they're struggling to match their heroics of last season. It finished 2-1 to Dagenham. So Robin, we're here. It's very exciting. I, I, I might wet myself with excitement. How, how do you feel? Um, I think, I don't know, I, I was feeling quite negative until we got here and now I'm feeling quite positive for some unknown reason. I'm feeling like we're going to do them. I think we may do them too. Watch this space. Right there, mate. What's your name? Des. And Des, today, what do you think the score's going to be? 2-1. Uh, 2-1 to the town. And who do you think the key player's going to be today? Uh, Pericard needs to get, get start getting a few goals, so uh, I'm going to say Pericards. Okay there, mate. What's your name? Mike. What do you think the score will be today, then, Mike? 1-0 to Swindon Town. Nice bit of enthusiasm put in the end there. Who do you think will be the key player today? Uh, Thomas Desavey. Nice choice. <laughs> Why not? Okay, the mate. What's your name? My name's Gavin. What do you think the score will be today, then, Gavin? I think we'll win 3 2. And who do you think will be the key player? Um, Andy Much. <laughs> Time to review uh, the last league game at Dagenham and Redbridge, Victoria Road, on uh, Saturday, the 2nd of October. Starting to think we shouldn't go to away games, Ben. What a long yeah, we didn't get back till 10 past 11 due to some horseplay um, hey. <laughs> on the M25. Um, I've actually used a pun there. Uh, a, a horse did actually escape. We started off with quite good spirits, good morale for the day, nice journey up. Yeah, it's always Enjoying nice. the sunshine, it's quite warm. Yeah, it was, yeah. Everyone was in, in, in good spirits. Uh, we had Big Malk in the front downing uh, cans of Carlsberg by the, by the bucket full. <laughs> you didn't have to keep goading him. No. <laughs> down, down. <laughs> the poor guy. Uh, it's quite good fun. Uh, quite a few lavatory breaks along the way as well. Yeah, it's always nice to stop at South Mims as well, a wash with colour. Yeah, yep. also uh, your sat-nav taking on some mystical journeys. Yeah, it will do that. Yeah, it will do that. Good. But yeah, we arrived there, walked to the ground, it's a very interesting area, I suppose. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's nice here. <laughs> Ro rolling green and... Uh, um, sounds. <laughs> rolling green. Rolling green. <laughs> That's not what we were doing. Um, I was just trying to make a reference to beautiful British countryside and the... Uh, the contrast with uh, with the uh, the pit that is Dagenham and Redbridge. Anyway, um, <laughs> when we uh, when we actually uh, when we arrived, I felt quite positive, as as you have from the sound bites there. I thought we were going to do them, but uh, we didn't, did we? No. Not sure what went wrong. I mean, we arrived there. Uh, I missed the first goal. Yes, so did I. I. I had a burger and I was making my way up the stand, and next thing, a massive bloke has uh, has bundled me, and I'm doing I'm doing very well to keep hold of my burger. Yeah, sorry and he's, about that. <laughs> he's then uh, he's then trying to take the burger out of my hand. I don't know whether he was. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, you were being mugged. Well, I was basically being mugged for my burger. He was, he was not small either. But I mean, to be fair, we I think he was just trying to say, "Look, mate, we've just scored, and and you were busy getting your burger." But well, I was hungry, man. Yeah, looking back at it, it's, it's a nice goal. Yeah, it was. It was great a, cross a, and well taken header. You know, I was watching the play. I, I saw all the play up to the thing. And I thought, right, okay. Well, well, he's going to miss from here. Well, no, I didn't see the cross. <laughs> um, just turned around and made my way up to my. Uh, well, I say my seat. We didn't. We didn't get seats, did we, Ben? So, no, no, we didn't. Well, what was happening with that seating situation at the start? Because it's like everyone was stood in that middle channel, obviously up the stairs, and they finally they opened up the left hand, or you could call it the right hand side, 
for other people to sit down where they had netting on it beforehand. I mean, you know when you're bitter about uh, a game that you play really badly and when you're when you're criticising the stewarding and general organisation. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it was, um, for want of a better word, lacklustre. It was lacklustre, as was the performance. Uh, difficult to really name anyone who, who played with any kind of, certainly grit or determination. Billy Bowden when he came on. Billy Bowden, apart from the air shot that he missed, looked yeah. quite lively. Um, uh, I still reckon if you were to study the, the stats... I maintain that he ran more in 10 minutes than Pericard and Dosevi did combine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a good good goal from Dosevi. I'm not sure what's up with Pericard and running, to be honest. I don't know. It's just amazing. He he never seems to travel anywhere. Or I mean, having gone to... These, these balls that he should chase down. Yeah, I mean, that's the main thing. Chase it down, force a mistake. I know that's not the prettiest way to play. I know that it's not the way almost that we've been used to playing under Wilson. You know, we, we have got a little bit prettier, but that's all kind of out the window now with this narrow midfield. We're defending a little bit deeper now. We're not looking confident. Morrison and Cuthbert look shaky um, against Plymouth and against Dagenham and Redbridge, although better last night, but we'll come on to yeah, that later. Yeah. Well, that's, that second goal was uh, the ball being allowed, uh, allowed to bounce. 18 times, was it a bounce? Yeah, Something like that. I counted 18. Yeah, it was more or less that. Yeah. Somebody was doing a dance as well before it went in, yeah, before it yeah. making the connection. Yeah. There was so much time. I mean, but to be fair to Morrison, because I always love defending Morrison, the ball's come over Rose, and Rose has misjudged it, which has obviously put Morrison off, and then it's bounced over him. Yeah, I mean, once you let it bounce once, it kind of becomes yeah, a little... Don't let it bounce a second time. Yeah, no, but it, it does become more awkward. That's why you should never let it bounce the first time, because suddenly his indecision is, like, is it yours? Is it mine? Where's it going? I mean, obviously, I've played at a very high level, so I can make those uh, make those comments. Well, you played at the highest level. Yeah, that's because I'm six foot three. Anyway, um, so I know, I know. Um, look, we're, I mean, we're not going to dwell on this for too long. We, 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 we've decided we're, we're, um, we're not, we're not good luck um, charms for away games, but we're still going to, we're still going to go. We'll try and go to a few, but yeah. um, oh, it's just, it was. I think it's a just everyone I spoke to who went to it. I mean, it was there were so many people there from Sweden as well. And yeah, yeah, there were. The yeah. best stand. Yeah, we got the best stand. We got, the, we got the tunnel and everything. Yeah, but it's just. The best stand. I mean, in that in, in that stadium, that's saying a lot. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll come on to some of the things from our delightful view later. But uh, just such an abject second half performance. I don't, I don't even know if they came out. I don't. No, I'm not sure they did. The second the second half was awful, wasn't it? The first half it was kind of uh, meh. But yeah, I mean, it it was it was pretty diabolical. Having said that, it's only left us four points off the playoffs. Nice tight league that we're in. Let's just call it a bad run, shall we? Um, I'm not going to really. There's no point doing let's it. Not, let's not dwell on the game, but let's talk a there's little no bit maybe about what happened to us afterwards did, did you get stuck in the m25 yeah yeah i mean did you i mean because we did we met yeah. um a lo- was it paul We're paul paul great guy if if you're if you're hearing this paul top bloke mate yeah, it's right. good to meet you and and you jo- joined him with our game of cricket as well yeah, cricket on the m25 which isn't big or clever but funny but funny and, and worth taking photos of and it was worth it as well for uh when basu did a very soft shot that kind of bounced onto this woman's car and she got out of the car to almost it was a defensive shot it was it was a, a she was gonna have a go straight bat off the back foot. Nothing. Nothing at all. Clipped her hubcap. Tennis <laughs> she ball. She was really cross. Yeah, tennis ball. Tennis ball. For all you horse lovers out there, there was a sort of a pang of disappointment within our car as we went past and we were hoping to see the outline of a, a white chalk outline of a horse <laughs> shape with, on the road. <laughs> with a circle of policemen holding their hats um, in a respectful Bound manner. Signs, but no. None of that. Didn't happen. The weather on the way back as well. Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't a great day out. But, I mean... A long day. Yeah, I mean, I th- I like to think that that's the kick up the arse we needed. I like to think that that's the kick up the arse. I've yeah. just said the same thing twice. Apparently, according to... I think it was Lucas, he said to the advert that there was a real dressing down. Well, yeah, I mean... Afterwards. But there was a few people who ran to the front to start 
who were booing and really going for well, it. Well, I mean, you know, you way. travel all that way. You yeah, but come on, man. They were clapping us as well. It's <laughs> well, we noticed, actually. The, the first two players off, I think it was Parikar and some... Or was it Ferry? I don't yeah. know. Two of the first two players. They got booed, and then the rest got clapped. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't seem fair. Do you reckon Ferry uh, turned to Parikar and because of you, I'm getting booed, man. <laughs> Normally, these guys lap it up. But yeah, there's some people, they really did... Uh, they went down the front. They were going for it, man. They really were. Um, but I don't think we should uh, dwell on... Uh, there's not really much... I mean, you know, uh, our, our, uh, our wonderful match analysis that we're, you know, we're going to huge tactical uh, levels anyway, but there's I'll, not really... I'll, I'll give my final footnote, yeah, which is to just sum up the day, because it's just going to leave you with a puzzled face. Dagenham and Redbridge claim that it's the greatest day in their history. Yes. Um, I, I will just quickly ver- summarise that, you know... Um, I made the point after Huddersfield, if it's not broke, you can't try and fix it with regards to our narrow midfield. But, it, uh, you know, after Dagenham and Redbridge, it was certainly broke. Uh, and the second half performance reminded us, reminded me rather, of us under Malpas, just allowing teams to play, um, you know, not, not pressuring them. Um, so hopefully that's the kick up the arse we needed, because I think if that's not a kick up the arse, I don't know what is. Um, oh, we forgot to mention Roberts, Ben, the keeper. Oh, I mean, no, let's, do- let's have a little. Yeah. You got, it's almost worth having a Robert section. I mean, you know, he was he was, was marvellous. Yeah. Nice bit of humour. I mean, there was a bit of uh, barracking, I suppose, from the away fans, but he took it all in good humour. I mean, the things about people questioning sexuality and him bending over doing certain stretches. Doing stretches. I mean, he was the only bit of entertainment in the second half, yeah. wasn't he? Sign him up because he's a whole, a whole range of uh, facial expressions on, on show from uh, from Tony Roberts and and a great save from McGovern at the yeah, end, just definitely. to really stick it to the Swindon fans. Which I've got to admit. Um, I was a little bit obviously very annoyed because that was pretty much the only clean cut chance we created. But um, you know, I, I, I did think I did empathise with Roberts there. Just like yeah, have some of that. Not that I was happy about it though. No, but, no. but maybe we should sign him. Can't In a way him. though, I'm not a sadist or anything. But you know, if you're going to play that badly, you almost deserve it. And I hate to say that about my team, mm. but you know, we you know well, you can't invite teams, even if they're as terrible as Dagenham and Redbridge, you cannot defend deep and invite teams onto you, because that's how you can see goals. Okay, we'll we'll just make one uh, statement as well, which we're obviously not comfortable doing, but yeah, Big Kev didn't have the greatest half, second half. No, um, I mean... Sorry, Big Kev. Yeah, sorry, Kev, but um, you were poor. Moving on. Yeah, that's uh, that's Dagenham and Redbridge. So next was Tuesday the 5th of October and Torquay at home in the Johnston Paint Trophy. Um, Do you know? <laughs> yeah, Do you know? Only £10 to get in, which is always... £10. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Are you just going to answer everything like that? I think I might. <laughs> um, After uh, a bit of confusion as to getting into the, the groundwork, there's some weird stewarding again. There seems to be a... I tell you what, I hate campaign against stewards now. Yeah, I mean, I, I worked last night. Then I then I went and played football, and I came straight to the game, and I was spitting feathers at the stewarding. You still I mean, had a little bit of uh, sweat on you from the football. I smell as well, mate. I'll well, be honest. I didn't try and smell you. Yeah, well, you, good job. Yeah, but we uh, finally found our seats. Yeah. <laughs> after we were we were we were misdirected. Anyway, so, uh, what we're saying is basically we missed uh, the first minute, and of, I didn't realise this until uh, I read a match review today. They had a chance in like the first 16 seconds where they should have scored. Not Swindon, Torquay. Mm, following on from our abject second half performance. But we seem to get our... Uh, Dagenham and Redbridge I'm uh, talking about, of course. But we seem to get our act together. Scored two reasonably good goals. David Ball. Hey, he had a great game. He likes it out wide, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he does on the right. He, yeah. was, he was awesome. I thought he was getting into it against Dagenham until and just before he got taken off. Anyway, he was yeah. on the left there. But never mind. O'Brien came on did all right anyway. Against yeah, Dagenham, but anyway, yeah, yeah, separate yeah. subject. I, I thought, you know, David Ball had a really good game. I was a bit 
that through ball for Perricard's goal was fantastic, but it's a bit um, like some of the reviews yeah. I was reading today. They seem to be bigging up sort of Perricard's. Well, he was brave. I mean, and he, 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 he you know, he, he did what he needed to do. He anticipated the ball and he, he got there first. Um, he kind of made, he turned the speculative ball into a good ball, I'd say. Mm. But, I mean, D- David Ball had a great game, definitely. He got man of the match, I believe. Did he? Yeah. I, I missed it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Um, I was listening to uh, old Simon, I'm not Glaswegian in the slightest, Ferry, uh, yeah. being interviewed on, uh, on Wilshire Sound. I <laughs> did <laughs> I don't, can we do that? I well, that voice uh, yeah. uh, might work. It's a good voice. Yeah, cheers. Richie. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he looks... A jet-heeled a, wonder boy. Yeah, I mean, Ball and Richie, they look to me like quite similar players. They could almost both of them play, perhaps, uh, on the left and right of a yeah. front three, maybe, off Big V. Well, what was the formation yesterday? It was guy, weird. 4-1, 4-1. Yeah. Well, you say that. A guy that works with me goes 4-5-1 at home, and I was convinced it was 4-3-3. Three, three. Yeah, I don't anyone. think it was attacking I don't want to say it was, a, it was a fluid formation. Mm. I really no, I think, it was, I think 4-5-1 spot on. What, yeah. Yeah, what, with Ball and Richie providing yeah, the width. That's a bit negative at home against Torquay. Ferry got forward all right, though, didn't he? Fair play to him. Yeah. He, he, he did some good bursts. And he had some, uh, he's got some pace on him. Is he? I mean, I hate to ruin things, for, num- uh, for, for, for Big Kev but is, is he the more natural choice to play in the hole Ferry I mean it looks <laughs> Big Kev. oh come on Big Kev. yeah alright but when Big Kev was moved to centre back last night he was there uh, it took a while to adjust shall we Kev, say Kev you know you've got lots of talents creating stuff down the right wing with your magic wand that's so artistic yeah but centre half no, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's the thing. I think kind of like when a man's going to beat him, he always has to t- rugby tackle him or something to bring him down. <laughs> You've noticed that quite a few times. He did it against Dagenham all. No, no, it's just when you when you, you said, really don't want to. No, no, it's just when you said when a man's going to beat him. I just thought of when a man loves a woman by Perry Como. <laughs> Is it by Perry Como? I don't know. <laughs> when a man's going to beat him. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. What I have. To long day. Me. It's been a long day. It's yeah. Been, we've been at work. So uh, I kind of after the first goal. Uh, even the second, they, I expect them to push on more. But again, it's this. You said to me, I was saying, oh, I expect them to. This could be the beating bass. This could be the beating we've yeah. hoped for. You said, never under Wilson. No, that was your exact quote. Yeah, and like, I and I don't want to. You know, I like Wilson. Um, I do like Wilson, and uh, but I think maybe we are a little bit negative. Maybe we defend a little bit too deep, uh, particularly from set pieces. And I'm not too sure about the narrow midfield either. However, Ball and Ritchie spells width to me. Then we got Caddis as well. You're, you're awful at spelling. I know. I'm really poor. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, there, there were some positives. I mean, you can only beat what's in front of you. Blah blah blah. Other varied football cliches. Bristol Rovers will be a test. I seem to remember something about them sticking four past us at home last season. It was a weird game. We were in the game, and then they scored with their first two shots on goal. Very clinical, and uh, they put us to the sword. Mm. I don't like being put to the sword by Bristol <laughs> Rovers, uh, so I'm hoping that we'll do a little bit better on Monday, yeah. and I'm sure everyone listening is hoping as well. Um, everyone listening, how many people been? What, 13 people? Something like that. Yeah, 12. Yeah, maybe. 12, 13. So unlucky for some. Anyway, uh, we're not going to dwell on talkie for any longer. Do you have any pertinent points to make, Ben? Or? Nathan Thompson. Good debut. Well yeah, done. decent. Well yeah, well done, Nate. I, I kind of... Nate. <laughs> well done, Nate Dog. <laughs> He's not... Oh he might God. like that. He might like that. I um, won't hear that. No. <laughs> Why do you say these things? <laughs> I kind of wanted second half for um, for Bowden to come on. And we'll have yeah. Which is like, mate. Yeah, it's like, he told... Oh, Wilson, mate. It's too <laughs> Come on, man. We were right by him, <laughs> to be <laughs> fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, it was... Let's hope this boosts the morale or puts, steadies the ship a bit. Because yeah. Because that'll be a test on Monday night. Um, but I've got a funny feeling we'll come through it. But then again, my funny feelings don't count for much because my aggregate prediction for um, Torquay and for Plymouth and for Dagenham was 9-0 and yours, Ben, was 9-3. But there we I, go. I stand by my choices. <laughs> anyway, that was Torquay. That was Torquay. 
Predictions. Time. Predictions. Hey, time for us to review uh, our scores from last time. Yeah, uh, okay, Ben, you're now 4-2 up, mate. In your face. Uh, yeah, in my face, because uh, I went for 4-0, Torquay, yeah. and you went for 3-0, and it was 2-0, so you're closer, so you get a point for that. Both of us went for wins against Plymouth and Dagenham and Redbridge. What, uh, what do we know? We go 1-0 one, one up um, against Huddersfield and um, obviously win the game, and then I, I went 9-0 <laughs> aggregate for the next three games, and you went for 9-3. It's actually yeah. worked out as, I think... Seven four down. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind no, of five four. I was really hoping I was going to get yeah, five four. Last night. But oh no, no. So four two is my lead at the moment. Which so that's four two to me. Yeah. Just make sure you know about that. Yeah, but that's Ben like being much better than me at everything, yeah. most things. Um, okay, so Monday the eleventh, we got a couple of grudge matches coming up, haven't we? Uh, yeah. We've got uh, Bristol Rovers at home on Monday the eleventh. We're then away at Peterborough, which isn't a grudge match, but should be a fairly tough one because they're going really, really well. Yeah. And then we're at home to Orient on Saturday the twenty third. So predictions for Bristol Rovers? It's it's revenge, Ben. You know they beat us four nil at our place. Yeah. I, I'm going to say that local pride is going to come through. Yeah, they're uh, conceding a lot this season. Yeah, it's not going to be an easy one. It's going to be a tough one. One and I think two one. I'm gonna yeah. Play. Oh damn it! I can't. Yeah, you know the rules, man. Two one. I'm there first. All right, we're gonna nick it one nil. All right, we're gonna nick it one nil. Let's move on. Okay, uh, Peterborough. Oh dear. They've. I mean, you know when the teams come down and people like go, oh, they got relegated. It's the yeah, but they're still strong, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are strong. Yes. And McLean's still a good player, and he's still banging them in. Yes. I can't see us even getting a draw. To be honest. Go on then, say it. Give us the loss. Go on, do it. All right. See, see if it, you know all the listeners, all the little kids. <laughs> Make them cry. Yeah, uh, go on. Three one. Wow. I know. Come on, man. Can you see it? Well, okay. I, you know, I think I think we're going to beat Bristol Rovers, and I think we're going to be buoyed by that. And I think we're gonna we're either going to lose two one or we're going to draw one one. Yeah, but you've got to choose one. I know, and I'm going to choose the draw. I'm going to choose the draw. We're going to draw uh, one well, one. I, I applaud your optimism. Because all all I've done so far is refuse to believe that we can possibly lose a game, uh, even though we've you know Swindon have proved to me a number of times already that we're more than capable of losing games. The uh, the highlight of that being obviously Dagenham and Redbridge where we were. Absolutely appalling. Uh, but still, I'm going to go for 1-1. And then finally, our grudge match. Orient did not deserve that win in the Carling no, Cup, Ben. No, no, no. And we're back at home. Obviously, off the back of a 1-1 draw with Peterborough. Mm. So, my turn to go first. Okay. This time, we're going to beat him 2-0. That's nice. what you were going to say. No, it wasn't. No? Okay. I mean, I mean, take your time. You and I both know that dead air is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going for 1-0. 1-1. Okay, so Ben, to be fair... Already 4-2 up, clearly a bit more pragmatic in his approach, doesn't wear his heart on his sleeve quite so much, and is probably going to go further up because I like the sound of your predictions, mate. But what can I say? You know, I want to I be the optimist. That's all about winning for me. Yeah. Honestly, I know it hurts. You've got that killer instinct, haven't yeah. you? Anyway, 4-2 up. Yeah, predictions. That was that. Time for our uh, blast from the past section, remembering players who perhaps uh, aren't, you know, hall of famers. I suppose. And uh, yeah, it was much miss- much missed last week, but uh, we got a good one here. Yeah, we've got a good one here. We're going to uh, talk about Mark Walters, uh, a personal favourite of mine. I was a massive fan. Full um, name, Bass. 
Mark, Mark Everton Walters, sorry, oh, yes. full name. Um, signed free from Southampton, on a free, I should say, in 1996. Uh, I was 17 at the time, and as far as I was concerned, he was a Liverpool player. Having a quick check on good old Wikipedia proves that uh, he wasn't actually at Southampton for very long. I actually thought at the time we had signed him from Liverpool, but there we go. Um, he was a brilliant, brilliant player. He loved a step over. He could do uh, kick-ups uh, while sitting on his ass, looking the other way, just keeping the ball. What, you used to do that in the warm-up? He used to do it in the warm-up. He didn't have to look at the ball, man. It's just there. It's just there. Didn't have to look at the ball. Um, he was the kind of player you could play. You could play a sixty-yard pass straight into feet. He'd be, clo- uh, you know, being closed down by two, two, two play- two opposition players, and it would just stick to him mm. naturally. He was, he was awesome when he was on his game. He was awesome, and you've got to remember he was in his thirties when he was at Town as well. You know, he played at the highest level, though, hadn't he? So his touch, mate, uh, and, uh, and from make a- you weep. From a purely selfish point of view, that's why I like to remember him. Because at the time I was 17 years old and I just loved the idea of a, of a player that skillful in a Swindon shirt. Um, Josh Byford, thanks Josh, echoes my sentiments. He says that Mark Waters was the first player who really stood out for him when he started going to the county ground. Uh, the first match he ever saw he, uh, was against Stockport and it was Iffy, good old Iffy, and, uh, and Waters that uh, grabbed the goal e- each. And I love this. Josh, you're, 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 you're a great wordsmith, mate. Left an indelible impression on my naive Football cortex. I mean, see, I love the way that stuff like that. I mean, that's some beautiful words. It is. It's, uh, that's words. Fighting back the tears. Fighting back the tears. <laughs> nice. That's awful. No, that's good. Um, I like that. How when you're you start going to going to watch a team, or when you first start falling in love with football, you have a player who just, oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah. No rational reason other than just you think he's the greatest player in the world. Ever. For, for me, I mean, I know he wasn't probably very team-minded. Rich Rich C has emailed in. He didn't really send a very big email, but he just simply simply sent it with Nicky Summerby was a better winger than Mark Walters. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, that's actually open to debate, isn't it? Yes, for for Town, absolutely. He was on record breakers. Come on, but Summerby yeah, he, was, was, he was indeed. He was indeed. And bu- buzzer. Was a buzzer was a, a fa- did fantastically well for the town, but I mean Mark Walters technically obviously the better player. But um, anyway, cheers Rich for that contribution. Uh, <laughs> back to Josh. Uh, Josh sums it up for me. He says he could lift the dullest dullest match with a t- touch of genius. And see, players like that are always going to be loved, though, aren't they? He's, I just, mean, you, you still you, see him on the Masters football, mate, and I get a, I get a, a little twinge of passion, a little twinge of that sounds that sounds a bit rude, doesn't yeah. it? There's kind of mixed emotions with him, really, aren't there? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, well, you can it, come on to that. Yeah. Well. I mean, Malk says he liked him as a town player, didn't enjoy him terrorising us as a Rovers player, um, but doesn't wish him any harm. Oh, that's nice. But says that he spoilt it, really, by going to Bristol's second club. Little dig there from Malk. Nice, um, nice. But um, always, always good to, to reminisce. Uh, I like this from Nathan Norris. Uh, this is fantastic. Doesn't remember the game. Home game, county ground. Mark Waters was on corner duty for the game, and a few of his uh, efforts were unusually dismal. This prompted a rather harsh torrent of abuse from Nathan's dad. Towards the end <laughs> of the first half, we had another caller from the left-hand side. My dad, uh, before the corner was taken, had already let his displeasure know, uh, made his displeasure known that Waters had stepped up to take another corner. The corner came in, and almost immediately, my dad stood up yet again and sour, shouted, "What the expletive was that?" <laughs> um, however, this time he was interrupted by. Uh, Lots of cheers. Walter's corner had gone straight in, and the typical fickleness of your average football fan was pitifully exposed in the matter of five glorious seconds. I, I've tried to find this goal. Yeah, goal from corner. I mean, that's that. I've tried to find it on YouTube, but uh, I don't think it's there. Unless it's in the Swindon Town's Greatest Goals combination, uh, compilation, Part One and Two, which are ten minutes each. Have you ever scored from a corner, Ben? Have I ever scored from a corner? No, I haven't. I used to uh, practice doing it sometimes. And yeah, I think is, we all did, didn't we? Yeah, I, I, I more or less got ninety-nine of a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, well, the only reason I didn't go pro is because I, I didn't want to. Pretty good ratio, has to be yeah. said. Um, other backers for Mark Walters. Hi, Jamie. Uh, cheers for mailing in. Late entry, though, Jamie. Late entry from Jay Hot off the press. Mark Walters was brilliant. It was just a shame we had him at a time when we were on the decline. He was a bright spark in an otherwise dull side, from what I can remember. And that, that, those are my sentiments exactly. That's why I'm a mm. fan. For me... He, yeah, he didn't always, you know, maybe we could have done with a bit more from him, but his he skills... Quite, his skills are there, the ability was still there, but he was at the tail end of his career. Got, yeah, and... Well, yeah. Expect, it's like some people who came and graced the county ground, like, uh, I remember for years watching him in the Premiership, thinking he was great, Ian won't, but when he came, he was just a bit... Well, he buggered yeah. off to America, didn't he? Yeah, Said he'd right. come back, never did. Yep. Um, anyway... You lied there, Ian. <laughs> um, Save the best for, for last, in much the same way as uh, Vanessa Gre v Redgrave did in the mid-90s. Um, Chris O'Connell... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Chris O'Connell um, has emailed in, and Chris, unbelievably, Ben, uh, was on YTS at Swindon and was Mark Waters' ball boy. That's the stuff I'm talking about. Absolutely. And he says that considering he had a miles better career than anyone at the club, remember, of course, that he played for Villa, then Rangers. First black player to sign for Rangers. Yeah, that's, probably the, that's the trivia, isn't it? That's the well-known yeah, thing Yeah, but him. apparently it was, didn't go down very didn't well. Didn't go did down it? very well, but honestly, you read some of the stuff about it. I won't go into it now, but the way he talks about it, very dignified um, and excellent. Really, a, yeah. real, a real ambassador for the, the game. Maybe that's the best way to be about it. Though, a real it? ambassador for the game. Above it. Yeah, and that's exactly what he's done, the way he talks about it. But anyway, Villa, Rangers, Liverpool. He was not Mr. Big Time at all. Not like... No, I'm not going to say Don't that. Don't leave him. He was we, not we've got all episode without... Well, yeah, without the hate campaign. Um, he was not Mr. Big Time at all. As long as you got his kit for him in training, he did not moan once. He also gave advice to players. So, uh, for example, Chris says he got caught on the ball a few times in training, and he said, um, and Mark Walters said to him, look, you need to have a picture of who's around you before you receive the ball. For a 16- and 17-year-old to be getting that advice was great. And obviously... That's, that's wonderful, man. Isn't yeah, it? isn't it you great? You I wish someone had told me, because I reckon I'd be pro now if I knew that. Well, I, I already knew. I, I wish I told I didn't tell you, because I didn't want you to be pro. <laughs> but... You know, you get the idea of some hardened old pros who are just going to be really mean to everyone. And I suppose for Mark Walters, he's, he knows he's at the turn of his career, and it's yeah. not, he doesn't. He probably doesn't even see it as beneath him. You know, he what I still mean? did quite well for Bristol Rovers after yeah. leaving town, though. And um, Chris thinks there may have been a bit of tension between him and McMahon. Uh, and but anyway, um, a, a couple of other things. He, Chris, great story. Uh, grabbed him at Christmas and said, um, "I need you to get my boots from the car as they need cleaning." And he says he was never that big time, so he was a bit surprised because he kind of gave him a bit of a, a, a snarl, a bit of a mean look. Opened the guy's car boot, and there was £100 in the boots with a note saying, you've been a great ball boy. See, to a YTS, that's brilliant as well. That is something you'd remember for you the rest of your buy life, isn't it? lots of sherbet. You could buy loads of sherbet. Basically, um, great player, entertaining player, love that story. Um, apparently, um, all, he, never, he always wore his socks inside out as he didn't like the bit at the end of the sock. Yeah, that's bit, nice. A bit of trivia for you. I can understand that. Though. I can understand that as well. It might be sometimes. And uh, Chris, actually, Chris, thanks so much for this email because it's great. And he finishes it with the guy was just a classy guy. Fashion wise, he wasn't the greatest though. <laughs> awful suits, awful ties, horrific. Um, so yeah, I mean, Mark Walters was. He sounds um, like a, a classy guy, and he sounds like, to me from all these sort of stories and stuff. And you know, he's come down obviously to Swindon and enjoys playing football. I, and it doesn't mind imparting his knowledge of the game. No, to no, to a very class, an, a proper ambassador for the game, and fantastic feet, great balance, silky touch, can score from corners. What more do you want, Mark? I just want you to know that when I was seventeen years old, you were my footballing hero. That was Mark Walters. That was Mark Walters. 
And that's it. That's episode four. Thank you so much for listening. I've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it, mate. I'm feeling a lot more confident now. Do you know what I mean? Hey, we're comfortable in each other's presence. I'm starting to drop my H's. I'm starting to, you know... I'm starting to just freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a matter of time before I hit the mic. I mean, I'm on a mic, but, you know... Don't, don't damage the equipment. I'm, I won't damage it. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Um, okay, so the next podcast we're going to record after the Leighton Orient game on Saturday the 23rd. Should be already. Yeah, 24, Which is actually payday, but anyway, that's Well, no, you get paid on the Friday. Get paid 20, on the Friday. So we'll, we'll probably be uh, full of the joys of payday, if yeah. you take my meaning. Uh, quite a few of us, sorry, quite a few of us, quite a few people have emailed in. Uh, we put out a question there asking for who would be your ideal person to partner us. Charlie up front. I mean, given that he makes a full recovery, of course he's going to make a full recovery. Brilliant player. You have a time machine. It has to be a Swindon well, player. We're going to build a time machine. We're going to build it eventually. Ideal Swindon. We've already had a lot, as Ben says, in. But, you know, email us time. your thoughts. Still time. What's ben. the email address, Ben? It's wisemensay at live.co.uk. What you was it, Robin? It's wisemensay at live.co.uk. So you've just sent it into there. Just, just the send it into there. Read it. You've got a time machine. Any Swindon player, past or present. Obviously, you wouldn't really need the time machine for the present one. But So try and make it from the past. And th- do you know what? We don't want the player so much. Obviously, we do. But what we really want are the reasons why. We want some detail. Mm. Why, you know, why would they be a good... Try- I, I'm personally... No how twee they may be. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying George and Da, and I know people may laugh at me for that, but, you know, have a little think about it. Then laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because it's nervous laughter. Yeah, I'm nervous laughter. We need to rule that out. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's us, isn't that's it? That's us. See Thanks you a lot for listening. See you on the Cheerio. Bye. Bye. <laughs>